I realized that as entrepreneurs, we can easily slip into a never-ending sprint mode. And for me, somebody who so deeply loves what I do, so deeply loves to work, to get things done, to create an impact, to help people and see growth and results, I could so easily get caught in these sprint modes that lasted forever and ever and ever. So what I did this year is I introduced Seasons of Sprints. Welcome to the Freedom Found Podcast, the podcast for copywriters and marketers with unruly against the grain life goals. I'm Crystal Church, copywriter and coach, and together we'll delve deep into everything it takes to grow a profitable, scalable, and fulfilling business from the ground up. Whether you're just starting out or about to hit your next big milestone, I'm bringing you the truth on both the trending and the timeless business growth strategies so you can live out a freedom first, impactful life. Welcome to our community. Thank you for tuning in to the Freedom Found Podcast, where we believe that success is not random and with the right community and toolbox, anyone can create a life filled with generosity and impact. Now we're going to dig into work-life harmony beyond the hustle today because I want to go beyond what people typically think, which is this is about time management, but instead dig into what are the actual monumental shifts that I have made in the last five months that have transformed not only my mental well-being, but also the trajectory of our business. And I do this because I want you to see in real time as things start to shift what I have been able to implement, what has worked, what hasn't worked, and just pull back the curtains for you. So over the last five, six months, there have been a lot of changes inside of the Crystal Church brand, the business, the way we operate in terms of like general operations, the team structure in what my day-to-day looks like. And I want to open up the doors, tell you about what changes I implemented myself this year. Also, what prepped me to implement these in the previous year. So what's aided in this continual development of work-life harmony, because you know, this is so, so important to me to be able to live and travel and do all the things that we want to do, as well as make the impact that we want to make. And what I did in the past years helped prepare me to be able to step away in certain capacities even more so than I have in the past, and step into other capacities in a greater responsibility. So let's dig into it, my friends. One of the most important changes that I made this year, and I think could be a game changer for you if you're finding yourself overworking or working outside of normal business hours, is setting a scope of time that you're committed to being there, to showing up, and not going over. So for me, especially considering living in Mauritius and our time zones, which I'll get into in just a minute, being done at 5.30 p.m. was not something that was always possible for me last year because I was in a lot of different calls, meetings, interviews, coaching strategy calls with clients after the five o'clock mark because time zones wouldn't allow anything else. So for me, Being done at 5.30 this year was a huge goal and something that I have been implementing since the beginning of 2023 and it has changed my life. If you are somebody who's a digital nomad, an expat living abroad, or somebody who finds your workload to take you over the scope of the normal like nine to five setup and you don't like that, and I say that because some people might enjoy having mornings off and then working in the evening when you have a a special creativity boost, but if you are not enjoying the way that you are working right now, if you're working past a certain time and you want to be done earlier in the day, it's time to put up hard boundaries. That's what I did. I just said, you know what? 
I am no longer available after this time. There is one exception to that, and that is our mastermind calls where I can pour into these women and make sure that our time zones allow for everybody to be there and have the best time possible. Other than that, this is when I am available and I'm going to figure out a way to make it work. So this change had such a ripple effect on my productivity because it boosted the way that I felt motivated and energized in the morning when I woke up because I hadn't been up late the night before and it rejuvenated my daily schedule. Like it changed so much and I am so in love with not only the end at 5.30 p.m. and that's my latest, but my early mornings. So I'm waking up even earlier this year than I ever have before and let me tell you, I'm not a morning person, but I'm becoming one and it feels really damn good. I'm going to the gym really early, doing my beach walks, doing bar, and then hopping into work. And sometimes I'm done way earlier than 5.30 p.m. because I'm starting earlier in the day. So basically just establishing boundaries for yourself is the first step in reprioritizing your work or your personal life and being able to say, these are my priorities. This is when I'm available. This is when I'm not available. And I don't necessarily need to tweak or modify this for anything that comes up. It is a very, 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 very rare occasion when I tweak this. So just start saying no to what doesn't fit into your schedule or fit into your time zone. If you are somebody who travels or works in an environment that your clients aren't in. So particularly here, our time zone in Mauritius, for those of you who don't know, we live on Island Paradise. We're out in the Indian Ocean near the Maldives, the Seychelles, and Madagascar. And our time zone in Mauritius can make things harder to arrange. So this year, instead of me trying to change time zones that I couldn't change, I said, okay, well, if this is going to be my new boundary, if this is going to be the way that I'm shifting in my work mode, what can I do to adhere to it? Right? So it wasn't about saying, well, it's impossible. The time zones just don't work. I have to work and do calls in the evenings. That's the only way that it is going to work. Instead, I sat down and I said, hmm, what are the other tools and opportunities I have at my disposal to change the way that not just I am working, but we're working as a small team, a small tight-knit team. This had me previously showing up on every call personally, right? And I realized, wait a second, there are so many more opportunities for others within the team to come in and support in ways that I can't even. People with their own zones, their own expertise to come in and support our clients or to come in and do meetings, lead team meetings, lead coaching calls. There's just been so much opportunity that I have not only been able to open up, but been able to grasp this year because I was finally able and willing to open up and share some of these responsibilities, something I should have been doing earlier on. So this has involved also the development of a more scalable business model, right? So as soon as it's not, I am needed for everything, but the team and the business is needed to fulfill these certain tasks or areas, Well, now we've got exponential opportunity to continue to grow and evolve and develop because it's not all on one person's shoulders. So there are a few different layers here and I could dig into it further, but I just want you to know what you think you might be boxed into right now. It might not be. I thought previously that this is the way that it was going to work for the duration of our time living in Mauritius and until we decided to move. But I realized this year that was total BS. So 
This has had such a huge positive change that will impact the business for years to come now that we're setting things up to be more scalable, to diversify responsibilities across the team, and to be able to serve clients in a a deeper level that I couldn't do on my own before. So win, 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 win is what I say. But it is not always about work. Sometimes it's about when not to work. I realized that as entrepreneurs, we can easily slip into a never-ending sprint mode. And for me, somebody who so deeply loves what I do, so deeply loves to work, to get things done, to create an impact, to help people and see growth and results, I could so easily get caught in these sprint modes that lasted forever and ever and ever. So what I did this year is I introduced seasons of sprints. So Dale and I sat down actually this time last year and we started mapping out our 2023. And we started looking at what do we want 2023 to look like? What are our goals? How do we wanna work? And really outlining both overview broad goals and finite details underneath them. And one of the things that I wanted to do was make sure that I wasn't on a constant runway of always working on some huge internal brand project or big launch or something that kept me on sprint mode all the time, but actually readjusted this. So at the beginning of 2023, we started prepping and planning for both a more scalable business model this year, which you'll see us roll out over the next several years, and also working in a different capacity that allowed us to not always be in one launch mode to the next to the next. So that means getting rid of never-ending sprints and instead working at a consistent, sustainable pace. So we clearly defined start and stop dates for our intensive projects and forced ourselves to put a sustained normalcy period in between those sprints. So that means even though I am always inclined to say, oh yeah, great, let's jump on the next bus and let's keep going. Instead of that, pulling back the reins myself earlier in the year has forced me over the last five months to be living in what is a beautiful, like continued period of normalcy, of like sustainability in terms of internal operations in the business, not working on a huge outward facing or inward facing project, but instead continuing to develop and work on our goals at a normal pace. And I gotta say, I'm kind of obsessed with it. I'm really loving it. And I'm so glad that earlier Crystal put this in place. Now I can tell you the first half of the year was more of our sprint phase. Second half is now more of our continual sustainability normalcy phase. And having lived inside both of them now, there is a place and a time for each. And I encourage you to do the same for yourself. If you're somebody who is constantly in that sprint mode or launch cycle, or even if you're somebody who's constantly in the normalcy mode and you know that you need to like kick your button to gear sometimes, start scheduling these in. Sprint and normalcy, sprint and normalcy. And you can decide what you know the range of time is in those seasons, but just letting yourself have seasons is so, so important. So you're not always getting stuck in one mode all the time. And I have found that this helps keep my brain so clear and focused on not only the next new thing, but serving our existing clients and customers to the best possible level, you know, at all times. So boundaries are number one and number two, your sustained normalcy and then your featured sprint periods. Now, 
The third thing that has just been huge, this is something I've done every year and Dale and I continue to do it as the business grows, as my responsibilities shift and change. And it's something we're gonna do forevermore because it is just so fulfilling and meaningful to us. And that is scheduling in time off, holidays, vacations. Look, as an entrepreneur, it's not easy to take time off especially as you are trying to grow your own business and build something that is able to sustain and last your big vision. Now, travel is such an important value of mine, but also Dale's. And since he and I met 12 years ago, teaching at an international school in Romania, we have consigned every eight to 16 weeks. In fact, when we were teaching, it was usually every six to eight weeks, we had two weeks off. That is the beauty of the international school schedule. It was wonderful. So when we quit teaching, we said, okay, we know we're going to have to put in the grunt work. Building a business takes a lot. But we said that maintaining multiple trips a year, multiple international trips a year was a huge priority for us. So that's what we've done. This year alone, we've been to the UK. We road tripped around Yellow Trip to South Africa in the next couple of months. And while that's all wonderful... If I was asked to take a trip next week, I would 100% have reasons why I didn't have the time or had other responsibilities, so I couldn't actually do that. And what I found and my best recommendation to you is this. If I schedule time off in advance and put it on my calendar, and I'm talking months and months in advance, it is like cement. It does not move, and it is something that myself and my team are forced to work around and even get creative with depending on what we're doing in the business over the period of time off that's planned. So next year, for example, we already have two trips planned, one to Europe and one to the US again. And I can tell you that there will be at least two more trips as well. And we're already starting to talk about the way that we are going to structure our year. So think about our last point and this one, taking these sprint and these normalcy periods of time and structuring them around your time off and your holidays so that you have this nice ebb and flow of the energy in your brand, in your business, public facing and internally, and your time off as a CEO, founder, and entrepreneur growing this damn thing. All right. So I want you to think about 2024. And I want you to schedule some time off. I want you to put it on the calendar. Even if you want to just do a staycation, give yourself a damn break. You deserve it. And if you don't put it on the calendar, sometimes it never freaking happens. So put it on there right now, even if you don't know what you're going to do and just say time off. And that is your time off and it does not move. Unless say you're trying to make it to Milan in summer 2024 for Taylor Swift's Eras tour, that's something I'm looking at right now, then you are allowed to move it. But otherwise, it doesn't get moved to then be taken up by work time. I want you to have dedicated time off. It is so important for your mental health. And, you know, I tell you every time I step back into the business after taking a vacation, taking a break, even a long weekend, I have so much more clarity, I have so much more energy, and I have so much more focus on what I'm doing. Now, this brings me to a critical practice, getting serious about your annual planning. So as we inch closer to 2024, it is the perfect time to start mapping out your goals and how to actually achieve them. So with my one-on-one coaching clients, we dive deep into conducting a SWOT analysis first. So that's checking your strengths, your weaknesses, opportunities, and threats in the business, chalking out revenue plans by quarters and brainstorming key growth initiatives. It's intense, it's transformative, and incredibly rewarding. 
And on that note, I have some exciting news. I'm opening up slots for one-on-one annual planning sessions, specifically tailored for copywriters and service providers. We'll dig deep into your goals, break down revenue streams, and craft a quarterly action plan tailored to your business. These sessions are so fun. We sit down together in a one-on-one 75-minute session inside my private Zoom room and get into the depths of your business, your goals, and I come in as both your coach and advisor in how to lay out the next year of growth for your business. Aside from breaking down your annual revenue map, we will get into where to focus your attention and energy in your business on a weekly basis. We will create your quarterly action plan for you so you know where to put your time and I'll be there to answer your most pressing business questions that you have right now. But here's the catch. I am only opening up a handful of these calls due to the intensive nature of the sessions. So if you're interested and you want to learn more about it or save one with your name on it, pop over to Instagram and send me a DM with the words 2024 planning and I will get back to you with a personal reply to see if it's a good fit and share more info. So as we wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with this thought. Balancing work and life isn't about choosing between the two. It's about making both work in harmony. And if you want 2024 to be your most harmonious year yet, come and sit down with me. This is my bread and butter creating both impact-driven businesses and tons of personal freedom. And I want to help you do exactly that. So All you need to do is go to Instagram and send me a DM at crystal.church that says 2024 planning and I will send you more info and see if it's a good fit for you. Wishing you productivity and I'll catch you on the next one. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being a part of this growing community. If you enjoyed listening to this free episode, the most impactful thing you can help us do is head over to leave a review or forward this episode to a copywriter or entrepreneur friend who you know would head not along to today's conversation and use the key takeaways to create more growth in their own business. Thank you for your support and catch you next time.